All right, all right, all right. Good morning. This is Will Dick from the Art of Floundering podcast right here in Parts Unknown, uh, Colorado. Um, uh, give me a second here. Now I'm all discombobulated. We got a problem. Hang on for a second. Doggone it. Oh, I'll fix it. Uh, golly, I'm getting better at this, but right before I go, I, I screen captured the wrong window. So everybody is getting to see this fucking fall apart live. All right, bear with me. Now I get to play fucking yay. I boom. Where's this? Doggone it. Don't worry. This is all exactly what we want to happen. Let me see something here. This sucks. I fucking had everything ready to go, and now this. All right, boom, boom. Good enough for fucking government work. We're on. We're on Podbean. We're not even going to do a fucking song because of that, because you guys got to. All right, Wes, say good morning in the speak. The microphone's on. We have Wes from StreamServe, Wes and Jess. Good morning. Happy Friday. Thank fuck it's Friday, everybody. Everybody. We have Clayton Flick out there. Good. Welcome, Clayton. Thank you for listening to on Podbeam Live. I would highly suggest start setting your alarm for this. This is the mode, man. My my Facebook wall, all of that stuff is not going to be where this happens. So this is uh this is where you go. Anyway, this is Friday, 9, 10, 21. The Art of Flounder Podcast. A couple uh with Wes from Stream Surf with Wes and Jess, and we enjoy everyday TV. Now, couple logistics. Once again, this is test week. If you're watching on YouTube, Twitter, or Facebook, you can see the live stream. What you're seeing is just random video. And I've got some content to share with you. I got a sneak peek. But before we get to that, Wes, let's do a shout out to who we got here. We have Anti Hat Vanish 163. Any Hat Vanish, Clayton Flick, Radio Parless, the voice of Wes. Good morning, Wes. Say hi to the kids at home. Hey, hello, children. Hello, boys and girls. It's Friday. Is everybody excited? Hey, good morning, Radio Parless. Yeah. Clayton Flick, I hear good things. I hear yeah. good things. Good morning. Hope hey, your day is well. Clayton, you've got an opportunity, and, I, and I'm going to be straight. From here on out, you just, you know, you just got to figure it out. What I'm trying to say is if you want to send something in for movie night, send it in. Anything. You're, you know... This is not that other show. This is a separate show. It's Clayton Flick, the person, not a character. But, man, you we would love, love, love. Uh, we're going to have people sending content. Um, what are we talking? You could talk about 9-11. It's the, 9/11, it's the anniversary of 9-11 on Saturday. If you want to send a video about that, if you want to send something comedy, either way. Wes, what are you going to have to share? Uh, I've got that off to the movies, which which I even added more to more scenes to last night. It's, it's, it's becoming a lot of fun with those uh, popcorn characters and those other characters. So uh, uh, we're bringing that. And I know we're looking forward to seeing the next episode of uh, the amazing slacker. And we're just going to have a good time. 11 PM uh, Eastern time, Saturday night stream surf with Wes and Jess. And we enjoy every day uh, at weed cartoon. Uh, on Facebook and YouTube. Everything is politicized in our world. Every fucking thing. Um, and, and if it's not politicized, it will be. We we try to stay clear of politics. We do talk about current events. 
Um, having said that, I'm, I'm new to the world. There's a lot of things I don't understand are politicized. Sometimes I may say good morning. Um, or I may say, hey, last night I watched football or something. I'm not aware of politics. Or I'll say, hey, it's cold outside. I'm going to put a coat on. Oh, you're an asshole. Who are you to put on? I don't know. We've got everything's politicized. So I'm just catching up. So if we accidentally stumble on a fucking topic that is a political topic, we've done it by accident. It is not an invitation to call in and 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 start down the path that's the direct opposite of everything we're talking about. I want to I want to make I want to make this a welcoming place. Whatever wherever it is you fall on a political spectrum, you are welcome here, man. And just anybody is. And I, and I want to focus on the things that unite us. And right now, that may only be a couple of things. Um, but we're going we're gonna to focus on that. Um, hey, that's right. Only crazy, lady says, is a welcome place to smoke weed. Hey, if getting high in the morning is your bag, if that is your thing, well, then you have come to the right place. Because that is exactly what we do. We don't get high just because it's fun, right, Wes? We get high for America. I'm I'm getting high to set an example. There are mornings I don't want to get high. I'm like, and then then Jesus will pop up and say something like this. And if you're watching, he'll say, What the fuck, man? This is Jesus, and he's up on the he's up on the stream, dude. Sooner or later, you fucking rat bastards are going to have to start following my fucking commandments. I've told you once. I've told you a thousand fucking times. The only thing I want you guys doing is growing weed, growing, smoking weed. When can you guys figure it out? That's Jesus of the hemp plant. We follow him to the T. I probably politicize marijuana. That day's coming. Anyway, Wes, I'm getting ready to hit my morning constitutional. I have not had any weed yet because we were running late. So we're a little off our game. Having said that, the content that I'll be bringing is, yes, the Amazing Slacker 5, uh, 10. Um, I, I, it's finished. It's in the can, dude. And I also have something for people at home right now, a little preview of the Amazing Slacker 10. Let's see how smooth I can be. Uh, 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 uh. Wait a minute. Too many windows. God damn it. Um, fuck me. There it is. There it is. All right. This is bonus material. For those of you, and I'll play this again. This is 35 seconds, Twitter people. 35 seconds. There's a there's like I think a half a second where there's no text or visual content, a microsecond. Hopefully, hopefully that dead space won't make you leave. This is something that did not make it to the final. This is what we call the cutting room floor, and I'm sharing it with you. Bonus. Cutting, cutting room floor. floor. From, from the, the amazing, amazing slacker, slacker part, part 10, 10 featuring dirt Diggler. all i care about is my personal safety dude you are truly one fucked up individual that's I'll jesus second that jesus hey diggler no one wants to party with a mr poopy pants ah diggler is a mr poopy pants diggler is a mr poopy pants gee golly satan and jesus anyway that's just something that's just something very small i'm gonna have highlight reels of things of bloopers puppet bloopers um i did a christmas special last year um and it's pretty funny looking at all the all the weed smoke i can show what the scene looked like 
on the Christmas puppet special and then behind the scenes, which it's kind of funny, Wes, because the puppets are like, gee golly, Santa's coming in the magical kingdom. And then when the camera goes off, I have about eight ounces of fucking weed, bongs everywhere, and I'm high. So that was, anyway, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, oh, one, one other believe. thing. One, one other thing. One other thing. There's going to be a couple of pod, pod, pod bean episodes I post. Thank you, Wes. A pu- 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 couple of pod bean episodes I post that are going to be more musically related, visually related. If you're watching the live stream and you're watching the video, uh, the, the animation, this is just a loop of different uh, animations that are in works. Uh, we're going to be putting out the music for you stoners on Friday night and stuff. Um, when I start doing my original music, I may just throw it on there with this video. And so that way you can listen to my hack music and get get high and hallucinate on animation drawings. All right. Good morning, Wes. Go ahead. I'm going to smoke weed. <laughs> smoke weed. And, you know, if and that's that explains why we had the hiccups first thing. If you haven't had any weed today, that totally explains why things went awry. Uh, and I can't believe that that made it on the cutting room floor. Oh my God, I can't wait to see the actual show now when something that fine and that that just cinematic is, is not going to be included yeah. in there. I, the, I love that. For those of you that couldn't see the visual, what it was was a puppet character that is hiding. He's hiding from the giant cock and he says, all I want is my personal. I don't care about anybody else. It's just me, 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 me. And then Jesus pops up smoking, pie, smoking weed says, you're fucked up. Satan concurs. Then both Jesus and Satan make fun of Will uh, Dirk Diggler. And so, but I decided there's enough to, to say what I need to say. But well, I love that from yesterday when uh, we were talking and you were saying how it's uh, how you've got to you've got to get to a kill or a sex scene within the first two minutes to keep them in there. And I, I'm loving uh, uh, earlier when you you gave me the audio, uh, you know, quick take there where I heard some of that. I am just, I am loving Potsy. Potsy's voice, as far as characters and so forth, is so good in the show. I, you can just, you hear the voice and you imagine exactly what he is. Uh, it works so well. I'm looking forward to it. Here, I'm looking forward. Here, tomorrow night. Tomorrow yes. night. I have to keep things very much on the down low here in Parts Unknown, Colorado. And I want to explain to everybody at home, but I got a tap dance around this. I have, I have very close people to me that work for department of corrections in certain capacities. They're not assholes. They're not what you think they're reform minded and all that, but they don't really want to get it out there. This is who they work for. This is where they live. Um, they, they, they come looking for them. people do having said that Google the following name, M a N U last name S H A R M A. Somebody very close to me told me this morning when I was talking to him that this particular Manu Sharma, better known, uh, Sindarth Vashit, born 1977, better known as Manu Sharma, is an Indian murderer convicted in 2006 to serve life imprisonment for the 1999 murder of Jessica Lau. He was released in June 2020, 14 years into the sentence for good karma. Um, anyway... This is the, uh, I, this may not be the right one, man. My brother was telling me, I got a feeling this is not the right one. This is not the right one. I'll get the name. There's a, there's a famous female convict, uh, that's out there. 
uh, that, that this person is dealing with today is getting transferred to this person. And, and I'll look them up. But anyway, there's always itch. I cannot wait for them to retire, guys. I will have them on. There, there's a couple of pod. There's a couple of podcast episodes in the tank from about a year and a half ago called Papa Bear, uh, the Convict Whisper. Listen to those. Um, those and uh, we're going to do much better job with those. But once again, we got to be sensitive to people's careers. Just like when I first started podcasting, I was a quote government employee. I don't want to really talk. I'm not going to talk about the agency as much as. I, the structure I was at was considered senior management, which means I'm supposed to be setting an example of, you know, shit, uh, not shit, but like giving a fuck. And my podcast was the direct opposite of that. So the, hence the name Will Dick, which is not my real name, but I'm going to continue to podcast on it. What's my real name? None. Yeah. But uh, people can figure it out. I don't hide it that much. But anyway. Good morning, Wes. I'm still catching up, dude. We're 18 minutes. I'm sure we've lost every fucking buddy, but we're good. I promise I, I, you guys, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Hey, hey, uh, things are looking up. Yeah, Lucky are. Irish just entered the room. Lucky Irish just tell okay. me that's not a fucking good sign. Where's Howard? For Friday. Where, Howard's How, here, I, too. I, Howard's here. Howard here. We got Lucky there, yeah. Irish and Howard, man. Hey, we want to welcome everybody from, from Ireland, man, because... We're all one, right? We're all the same. And if I look at my D, look, if you got, speaking of which, good, good topic, go to 20. I don't, these DNA research places, right? A, I don't know how accurate they, blah, 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 right? I did it. But then after I did it, I started realizing, wait a minute, in today's world, you know, I mean, I don't know how smart it is sending DNA samples to people, man. You may find yourself got your shit all at a crime scene. I'm overthinking shit, but I wonder, Wes, I mean, because a lot of these sites, if you if you don't read the fine print, like Ancestry.com, for example, they'll throw your sh shit up there publicly. You got to be very careful, you know? I mean, if you want to keep your shit locked down and you're concerned about your privacy, I would imagine your 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 DNA, your, your ancestry is probably something you, I don't know. I don't really care. Cause I've got, you know, rogues and thugs in my fucking, you know, do you have anybody famous Wes? Anybody, uh, hang on. Let me make sure I got your mic on. Yeah, I do. Anybody famous or anybody in, have you ever done any ancestry? You know, uh, uh, I have traced back the, because someone else had done it. I have gone back through the, the Newberry lineage, mm -hmm. uh, going back to the, uh, mid 1700s when uh, when over from Ireland, uh, Samuel Newberry came over from Ireland at 14, uh, left home to do that. But uh, no, I have there's no none that no famous rogues or thieves. I love that. Uh, where else are you going to hear rogues, ladies and gentlemen? Yeah. Where else are you going to hear rogues on a Friday morning? Uh, but no, I don't have any of that shit. It's it's interesting. And I traced it on back. I, I went on back through there. Uh, and saw because I thought it was neat at 14 his father had died he didn't get along with his stepfather he left home and uh, had to work uh, to for seven years to pay off his stowage to get over to America and everything once he got to uh, to America just an interesting story there but then I started to go back and and it uh, it went further back and once once it became uh once there was France involved, then I just backed out. Right. Then I just backed out. I, you know, I, I have, uh, 
I have a thing. I have a thing. It's, uh, you know, I watch too much Married with Children. It is wrong to be French. That's just, that's just, you know, my thing though. That's, yeah, I think there's that rivalry. Is that politicized so, now? Is, I, I it is. There we go. There we go. There French we go. No, fries, then, it, all that it was the joke in the 80s. Yeah. It was the joke in the 80s. Right. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> but I, okay, so there's nothing really fascinating in mind. There's, there's one thing. There's a couple of things. One is my father's side of the family, pioneer kind of people settled, you know, in the West, Colorado, Utah, that area. That's my dad's side of the family, right? And he was born in a place called Cray, Colorado, which is like, everybody goes Colorado. Wow, man, there are some fucking rural places in Colorado. Think about it, the mountains and stuff. And Cray is a very small town. But what's interesting in like, uh, I think it's Ancestry, you can upload documents or you can find documents. And there, my fucking grandfather, all right, my dad was born in 41. And... um. His, his father was a World War I veteran, all right? And you could see his fucking draft notice. And it just, you can almost put yourself in, because uh, I guess he was around 19, he was a carpenter, and he gets called up. And you could just, I just put myself in that guy's poor position, 19, right, World War I. Same thing happened to my dad, by the way. And very, you know... So, and then on my mom's side of the family, you know, I've got, and I've talked about, you've got my grandfather and that's enough. I mean, that's just gambling, drinking, prostitution, vice, vice. So my father was an army officer, a ranger, Vietnam veteran, uh, really squared away at times. Um, my mother is a hippie from father uh, uh, army ranger, um, armed military officer, retired as a military officer, worked in a private sector in defense. That's, that's who my father was, right? Um, my mother, and he was from Colorado, the West. My mother from Atlantic City, New Jersey, a high school dropout, a hippie, and a lesbian. That, and so that was my parents. And so that's it, I, hopefully they're very diametrically opposed on on the extremes of the spectrum, and that's and they were divorced. But I would spend time in both environments. I'd spend time in one environment where whatever you know, and in another environment with a lot of structure, a lot of rules, and all that kind of stuff. Both did me very good. Both led me towards the middle. But um, I didn't really. I mean, like I said, I found. There was a judge that was an alcoholic that would fucking um, in Kansas, somewhere in Kansas. Uh, we had a family member write a family history thing. It's actually really fascinating and how they settled the fucking shithole plains of Kansas and eastern Colorado. But there was some judge that my family had a fucking really bad drinking problem. It would black out, pass out and would like order the wrong people to death. You know, and figure it out after they hung people. That wasn't the person you're supposed to hang, Judge. Ah, fuck it, hang them all. But that was there's my, uh, it's my DNA, Wes. I'm proud of it. Mine's, mine's all uh, my my uh, ancestors. They came over and they were just too. They everybody else heading out west. Mine were more. You know, I'm just gonna hang out here and get drunk. So mine <laughs> yeah, just exactly. stuck around. Uh, Midwest. Some of them. Some of them didn't make it out of Virginia until uh, uh, Blackwater, Virginia, until uh, until the 19, uh, 1920s. The the flu, actually, the Spanish flu 
my my grandfather's mother to uh, try. It was for her health that they moved uh, the kids. They moved to Kentucky from uh, Virginia, hoping that would do something with her health. She died within a year of them moving here. But uh, and then he remarried and had another had another uh, 14 kids. Um, that's on my dad's side. Uh, on uh, mom's side, huh. now m- my grandmother was a uh, was a freaking uh, coal miner's daughter. Uh, he was a coal miner, but then he ended up becoming sheriff. So I've got I've got uh, you know walking boss type sheriff over in eastern Kentucky coal mines. Uh, you know, corrupt as hell. Uh, definitely corrupt as hell. And that's the that's the side of the family that has all the music has all the 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 drinkers has all all that stuff uh the newberry sides well they're uh there's a lot of them and they they they're very religious they're very religious uh in their own ways uh but all of them all of them i'm the only one that's not you know there's another um i'm not re- i don't know how we got on a subject i'm not into genealogy for the record okay I've been around people that are into it. I'm not. It just kind of bores me to tears because it's one of those things. The more I know, the more I don't want to know. You, 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 you know what I mean? But they have a, there's, a, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, somebody out there, I bet you Howard might know this. If anybody messes around with like ancestry.com, um, wait a minute. Ireland population never went back to its higher, highest population after the famine, said uh, 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 Howard. Uh, Howard from Ireland said the population never went back to normal to its highest population, the famine, they're, they're still, I guess they're still paying the impacts from the potato famine in Ireland. You know, I'll, I'll mention this and uh, crazy lady. What this is, I got to We got to get only crazy lady on here. First generation American. That experience always fascinates me. The immigrant experience, what you, you know, and, and, or the first, you know, the first, you know, I will say this. I know there's been climate change and everybody's got differences, but I've been in Wisconsin, like in the middle of fucking winter, you know, when it's like it was for work and I would call my company up. I say, you guys trying to get me to quit. Why am I fucking in Wisconsin in the second of fucking, you know, or the eighth of January to February. And it was a town called Fond du Lac. And it was like negative balls, you know, negative ball sack, fucking death. And I'm thinking, what were the fucking pioneers thinking? You know, were they like what you said, Wes? Fuck it, man. This is a lot of work on, and maybe that's why there's so many drunks in the Midwest. Because they were just so busy drinking on the fucking trail on the way out to settle the Wild West. They just said, you know what? This is West enough. Because at one time, Ohio was considered the frontier. But so we're talking like, we're talking when Utah and all that's getting settled. So we have, we have, you know. People are, you know, oxen trail fucking doing it. So they're settling. Why did they stop at fucking Wisconsin? You think it was drinking? I know the population. Hey, it's cold like back in the old country. But fuck, dude. What? I mean, I curse them. If I if I had to grow up in Wisconsin, I curse my ancestors, man. I mean, I, I grew up in Illinois, 20 miles from the Wisconsin border. I know Fond du Lac, Wisconsin. Yeah, I've had to go. Uh, the, uh, I cursed it. It was. It, with the windshield in the 90s, I'm out in L.A. I'm uh, doing trade shows and I'm, I'm out there and it's warm and uh, and I'm having to go back. I'd already done my my sales calls and everything. 
And I'm on the phone at the airport saying, find me any way to stay out here because the airport I was flying into was Milwaukee. And with the windshield, it was negative 60 fucking degrees. Right. And I didn't have a winter coat because it was fairly warm the week and a half what earlier. Winter when coat, I left. fucking! I, I I know this winter coat, but that's insane. Fucking think about it, that temperature, people. That's being on Mars or something, you know. Well, and there was no way to get back, uh, so I'm cursing it. I'm all upset. I remember flying into the airport, and uh, we you you circle over Lake Michigan. Milwaukee's right on Lake Michigan. You circle over, and you can see it's iced over. And the guy who's been kind of nervous the whole flight next to me, and I'd had a couple drinks. Uh, we're we're looking down. We're both looking down at this. And I said, "Boy, you just—I mean, you, uh, with, you hope you go through that ice. I mean, you just freeze when you hit the wall." This guy huh. just starts sweating. Looks at me. I apologized for for making the joke. I had to apologize. The next morning, interestingly enough, the area in LA that I was staying at, the the ridge. Ridgemont Ridgefield what's the the earthquake uh that happened in the early 90s uh that hit LA that hit damaged the hotel I'd been staying at and everything so I was I guess I was lucky that the company said fuck you you've got to come back uh you're flying out today you bring up a great point about Illinois because everybody everybody assumes Chicago but Illinois got but you know the, the thing about Wisconsin it's a beautiful state dude like in the summertime it's a blast you know all those states are. I'm sure Canada, I've been to parts of Canada and I'm older now, so cold weather doesn't bother me. But I, uh, good God, man, just, I just, maybe it is. And maybe, you know, I know there's some cultural differences, you know, depending. And that's why I think it's fascinating to, I mean, just in this country, and I'm not trying to be hippie, but man, we got, we got a lot of great diversity. There's a melting pot and it, it doesn't all just exist in your large cities. I mean, you can get out and you, you know, there were like in Oklahoma, there were Italian American communities that went back to before it was a state. And it, it would be, it would be, it would blow you away. You'd be in podunk fucking Oklahoma, right? Baptist church at just fuck. And then there'd just be this little enclave, right? And you can, the greatest fucking authentic Italian food right there. And it was generational. You know, yep. and, and it, it and it's and I was reading a story where I correct me if I'm wrong. I got to Google note like barbecue that was kind of brought here from the Germans um, as a way and just kind of perfected and Americanized. But it was a technique they used to fucking keep their meat fucking, you know, it's just fascinating history, especially in the West, because I just wasn't exposed. The West history, our fucking 1800s history in this country is crazy town. It's great. It's the fucking greatest fucking history. We're an insane country, man. And and all of us are. But man, it's on full fucking display when it was when we were very new and starting to kind of and we had a you know, we we have questions answered now like we know where the indigenous population because of research and where they came from, but they didn't know when we came here. So they made up these crazy stories where the you know and just it's just fucking crazy town. It's great fucking history, man. But you know the, the what what I've also noticed is there's so much history that existed here, and I'm not trying to be. This isn't wokeism. This is just a guy that likes history. So much history, indigenous that we don't know about because it was kind of either snuffed out, forgotten about. But there's this technology called lidar and some other things they're doing in archaeology where the the shit they're discovering down in the Amazon, like there there was civilizations there that are rocking our level of understanding, right? 
So it's just it's we're we're on another renaissance, believe it or not. We just we're all over the place. But I, if anybody lidar is like this radar kind of system where they shoot a beam of light at the ground, and what it can do, it can almost like read underneath the topsoil. So if there's things, roads underneath it, you get almost like an X-ray of it. And so when you've got places like the Amazon are really densely covered where it's really, they're finding shit like, so it's got, a, it, it's really fascinating, man. Really fascinating. And that, how did we get to this topic? I don't know, but, um, let's check comments. Well, <laughs> I, I was gonna, I was gonna respond to lucky Irish. Yeah. I'm from Rockford. Uh, I was originally from Rockford and I, I too, tried to get the fuck out of the, uh, out of the cold. I went out to join the Navy to see the world. They sent me to great lakes right on the right in fucking Chicago mistakes. for a year and a half of school. Yeah. Great mistakes. But I, I too went to Florida and stayed 12 years down in uh, the Fort Myers area until it was just uh, too fucking busy year round. Everybody was staying year round. So I understand uh, the move from Illinois to Florida that he's talking about. Here, here's my take on Florida. I, I wanted to move there. I wanted to move to Myrtle Beach, Florida, the Tampa area. This was a, this was a long time ago. I really liked it. Um, and at the time, it was there. There was a reasonable cost of living, comparatively speaking, to the parts of the country I was living in. Um, having said all that, that you said with the humidity anymore, and um, fuck, dude, the the, the 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 damn weather. I mean, I, I you know I don't know if Florida would be that. I don't. I, I still, though, I had an opportunity to work at Key West, believe it or not, before I took, before I was medically retired, they were going to, they were looking at just fucking, I was, it would be a great job. I would just have, basically, you're going we're going to send you to Key West. You're going to do nothing. Don't make any waves. Okay. I can do that. Um, but you know, Florida's probably one of those places. If you're there, you, you know, to stay, it's like Colorado. If you live in Colorado, stay. It's, it's, you know, moving to Colorado is a really expensive, there's a lot to consider, you know, there's a lot. Yep. To, and Florida's like one of those, if I was in Florida, I'd probably go, thank God, you know, but right now where I'm at, it's just hard to, it, the, the, the barriers to entry are many and it's not really economic. It, it's just a lot of things to move in when you get older, but it would be great. I grew up around the ocean. I would love to be around the water. I, a lake, the great lakes, just, you know, a uh, fucking pool or a pond, anything would be nice. Um, but you know, I'm I'm the same way. And, and Florida was nice uh -huh. when I moved there. Uh, Bonita Springs, uh, this little town nestled between uh, Naples and Fort Myers. It was nice and quiet, and quiet most of the year. You'd have your influx of some people, but it it wasn't. Now that entire uh, and it's making its way up the the Gulf side of Florida is becoming as asshole fucking deep full of people as the East coast is. Yeah. Uh, so anything down there on the wing, you got to get up uh, along the, the base there area. And that's all, that's all much more like Alabama when you're, when you're heading up, uh, up that way. Uh, so it, it just lost its appeal. It became, it became a uh, year round that way. And, and I'm the same way with water. I could be out on a boat. Uh, when I started programming uh, for myself, and just started taking on contract work. I would work at night. I'd get home in the morning, make sure the stepkids were on the bus uh, for work, have uh, have nine or 10 joints rolled up 
and go out on the boat until right. it was time to get home for the kids to get off the bus and just fish, just enjoy the water, just enjoy the fucking salt breeze. Just I I loved it down there. I just I like, loved it. I like living. I like living in communities, neighborhoods, and this is what I hated about the fucking suburbs. But I like it when a college professor is living next to a garage band and then next to them is a military recruiter. Then there's a cop and then there's an artist. In other words, it's like all these weird walks of life that, that socioeconomic, that, that the strata, those are the, I love living in those neighborhoods where, where your neighbor, what I didn't like about the suburbs is everything. Well, I use that as a euphemism, but you know, the the system the whatever was that everything was just so fucking homogenized you know business you know traveling for business what i learned spanky with beans and weenies was in here uh traveling for business america is homogenized if there it's climate and people the only real difference everything else is the same there's olive gardens there's this and that i mean everything is just the same you know yeah. and so it's it's really cool and getting back you know maybe it'd be interesting to do an episode on like like unknown places that'd be like great places to like live that you just wouldn't even think about it you know what i mean because like i told you you know before this whole back injury my plan my original plan was uh and it wasn't going to be at 56 i was actually going to retire at 58 uh do a second you know semi-retire but my plan was to reduce everything to, in this. I wasn't podcasting then, so this would have been easy. A guitar and a, a suitcase with clothes, drive, and spend six months just experiencing some of these different places and then find a place that for whatever reason I dig and that becomes home. And it could be somewhere in New Mexico. It could be somewhere in Nebraska. I've no, somewhere unexpected. I would not, I would just go. And I would just kind of just, you know, as I talk to people, the, the direction I would go in is what the feeling was at the time, you know, because I just, I, I just think there's some really cool unknown spots of this world, you know, and, uh, but they're, they're getting discovered. There's these little gems of towns that are just, I, North Carolina used to be a great place. Um, because you could take a train here. Here's why North Carolina, like the Raleigh area, it was, Cost of living was relatively decent. Um, you're close to the fucking ocean. The, the, the climate's somewhat fucking, you know, mild. But if you want to do shit like New York City, there was a train that would leave in the morning from Raleigh and get you there in the, in the morning. So you could, you could get to, that's what's really cool about the East. You don't have to live in fucking New York, but you can like, it's like a strike, right? Like, you know, here... It's fucking, you go to Wyoming, that's eight hours of fucking, you know, the Ponderosa and shit, you, you know, it's a different vibe, but I, I, I don't know. We're all over the place, Wes. Good morning to the fucking Art of Floundering podcast with Wes from Stream Surfer, Wes and Jess, and we enjoy everyday TV where we're not talking about weed. We're talking about fucking genealogy. What the fuck, man? How to, and, and <laughs> population disbursement patterns and. Uh, one last thing about Ancestry, just another thing, correct? I think they have this feature where you could put in like uh, the president or a president and you could see your relation to them because we're guys, we're all related, you know. Now, Grant, this is not, this is not card, this is not say, hey, go marry a cousin. But what I'm saying is, you know, we are, you know, 
there, there is just no way to, to deny, you know, that there, it may be minuscule, but there's all of us are connected and it, you know, and it's just, anyway, it's kind of, it's kind of a trip. It's kind of a trip. Now, now to marrying cousins, to marrying cousins, oh, I believe my grand, my father's uh, parents were, were second or third cousins. Right. Uh, uh, I believe that. And that was actually hidden from us. That uh, grandma, when she was asked uh, by my mother, oh, I need the information to fill in the family tree in the, in the kids' baby books, she gave a different name to uh, grandpa's, uh, my grandpa's mother. Mm -hmm. uh, she gave a different, uh, didn't put, Levisy, which was the same as her fucking uh, last name. So uh, there's some sort of, and I believe, I believe that it all had to do with terrain. Okay. When you look at where are the cousin fucking areas uh, in the country, they're all mountainous. It's the Appalachian area. It's Rural. the area where, okay, if I'm going to go get myself some, how many mountains am I going to have to cover to get to another family? Well, I got a really cute cousin that lives right along the, uh, the holler here. Yeah, I get it. Again, well, I mean, the reason dude, they dude, didn't dude. make it all the way out west is they stopped to drink. You know, kind of, so you know, uh, I mean, you know. That here, here, you know, when they would sit me down and walk me through the Adam and Eve, right? This is very early on. I'm a kid, so I'm not really knowing the names of shit. I'm like going like, so brothers are fucking sisters, basically, is what we're saying here with Adam and Eve. Is that kind of what we're saying? I mean, it's implied, right? Do they ever get into that? I mean, but what I mean, I, I don't want to get into it's religion, but that concept. And every, every thought has this, this bam, this is where it started. And these two people or this person, well, okay. You know, you, 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 you know, I mean, so, um, it's just, this weird, the Adam and Eve thing. Cause if you really, it gets, it gets cringy. If you really, yeah. if you really are like paying attention and not fucking go, that's why I always slept through anything church. I just sleep. Cause if I would start using logic and go, Whoa, this is, kind of fucking weirdness are we talking about here but anyway man oh, we've got an anniversary tomorrow real quick is 9 11 is the anniversary it's a 20 year uh we're still going to do our show yeah i'm just going to say a couple things that you know my life was impacted by that i know a lot of others were um it's been 20 years i i've at least since 2016 put a lot of effort into the concept of moving forward in life, not wallowing in whatever. I mean, it's important to acknowledge things and stuff like that. But I'm, I'm thinking, uh, you know, I, I like to focus on, on moving forward. So we're going to do the live show. It's no dis. You got to trust me on this one. It's no disrespect or anything like that. Um, but we're going to do our live show. But having said that, dude, can you? I don't want to really talk about 9/11, but tw the 20 fucking years. It seems like fucking yesterday that went down. Seems like fucking yesterday. You know what I mean? And uh, the thing that the thing that I thought about as we were bringing that up yesterday was, uh, and we were deciding whether or not to do our show. And I agree, uh, it's it it's not a technically a nine eleven show. It's not some dedication that we're doing. It's it's our movie night. It's just an episode of movie night that happens to be playing on that night. Uh, and I I'm a believer in. Uh, from early on, we need, we need to move on. We can't, we can't just live in fear. We can't be a victim, all this other, and, uh, you know, uh, just bring life forward. I wondered, 
what it was like, uh, how somber things were 20 years after uh, after uh, Pearl Harbor, because really that's uh, this was our Pearl Harbor. Uh, and I wonder if we look back, how were things? Uh, when was uh, was that for when 40, was it? 41, 41 42, December 7th, uh, uh, 1941, a day that will live yep, in infamy. Nine, uh, uh, how was it in 61? What was the what was the tone in the nation in 61? Uh, what was uh, how much were they concentrating on anything as far as going back with Pearl Harbor? Now, it might not have been as much because we won that war. We fought that war and we won that war. It wasn't a police action, anything. Well, you had Korea in between that, though. You had Korea, which was our first foray into a different way of fighting a war where it's you're kind of helping somebody maintain a status quo, for for lack of a better term. You you know, I mean, the Korean Uh, War was one of those ones where, I mean, I don't want to get into history, but, you know, MacArthur kind of went a little bit too far. The Chinese kind of kicked his ass right back after after the landing at Incheon and all this kind of shit. But then they were right there at the fucking parallel, right where the whole thing fucking started, right where it began. And it was just kind of like a, it, different than World War II, where you're taking territory and you're, quote, conquering. This was you're just preserving something. And it kind of set up a, you know, Vietnam and that that. I don't want to talk about war too much. I, conventional war, those kind of things. It's definitely not going to work anymore. Not in social media. It's just you can't do it. You cannot win a war. Like I told you, the way to win war now, and I'm serious, is is with these campaigns, man. Weed. I mean, if we had to do it all over again, and I'm 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 being very fucking serious. Like if if. And I got caught up in the 9-11. I got caught up in it. I'm not going to go into details, but I got caught up in it. But if we could have just stepped back and go, okay, let's, it's counterintuitive. Well, let's just bombard Afghanistan with fucking kilos of weed daily. Carpet bomb the entire with weed and leaflets on how to use it. And here's good music. Here's good art. This is what you're missing. This is what you're missing. Instead of, instead of like, we're going to fucking put a fucking thumb on you cocksuckers until you do what we want, which is never go- Unfortunately, it doesn't work. I wish it did, but it doesn't. You just, you, you carpet bomb them with weed, with art, great music, great culture. And just, you know, what the fuck is this? Just boom. Anytime you guys want to get out of fucking crazy town, man, come on over here. And that's already starting to happen in the Middle East. I mean, this, you know, these extremists and stuff like that, that's just like the Branch Davidians in Waco and stuff, right? You know, we we just, because we're here, we make these xenophobic fucking assumptions, man. But, you, you know, people are people. They want, they want to take care of their families. They want to fucking have good careers. They want to, you know, they want to fucking live in safety. And they just want to know that, you know, their families are going to be taken care of, man. They, they all, you know. And, and we all have these fucking things, but yeah, I got, you know, the the lesson, the lesson I, man, anytime I've made an emotional decision, it's backfired. It's backfired on me. You know, it may have felt good in the short term, but if I would long-term results, man, emotional decisions, you know, just have not worked, man. But I don't know. Uh, Maybe I'll join the, I'll be a special operator and, and, carpet bomb fucking problems. But I just, I, I'm half joking, but I'm half serious. I'm sure, look, I'm sure our intelligence, they, I'm sure they're doing campaigns like that. They gotta be. 
with the youth. Come on, kids, listen to this music. They're saying, fuck the Ayatollah. You know, I mean, that's the, I mean, you, you know, um, that's what I would be doing. Push the weed culture yeah. and the and the subversive "fuck the Ayatollah" lyrics, the uh, songs, shit, like you know, right there. The, yeah. Get the Juggalo movement brought yeah. into, brought into Iran. Give them Is the best of our juggalo? fucking culture, dude. I'll be right back when I get a tea. <laughs> that 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 would work out perfect. Bring the bring the best of our culture, the Juggalos. Let the let the Iranians just live in peace with each other uh, in in. Uh, insane clown posse makeup that that would be awesome yeah i i i, I wondered the same thing howard i see uh, uh howard's talking about 9 11 walked in the house uh from school saw the news everyone in class the world was going to end because we assumed america would i i don't i don't know that we ever will because uh i don't think anybody wants to end it all uh and you fire those nukes and there's no profit in that uh, we we have a lot of corporations over here that make really good money uh, keeping us in these uh, long protracted situations like we're at. Uh, they talk about how much money that this uh, operation in Afghanistan has has cost the nation. Well, that money has all gone into coffers. That money has all gone into Lockheed Martin, Boeing, the different uh, manufacturers we have. So it's not like it was lost. It was it, it was uh, taken. It was, uh, you know, somebody profiting from it. We're, we're really good at profiting from war. And I know he doesn't want me talking about war. I know he doesn't want me to. So I don't want to get into the, we'll never actually fight a real one again. So, you know, we'll stay clear of the war conversation and everything along those lines. But uh, no, it's, uh, it's Friday and I'm, I'm not going to get down. I remember, I'm glad we're out. I'm looking to the future, Saturday movie night. That's, That's right. all I'm going to think about. Uh, I'm going to try is just to kind of enjoying that. For the, anybody, anybody familiar with Colorado, uh, one of my favorite spots. I used to live in a town called Manitou Springs, which is right by Pikes Peak or in Pikes Peak. Anyway, a little hippie community. They've got a throwback arcade, Penny Arcade. Uh, my brother worked there through high school, and I haven't been. I'm going to go check, and I'm going to get some, this arcade. If anybody's, I haven't been there since uh fuck last time i went there was about 10 years ago it was just a quick visit but uh i want to go see the arcade but i also want to go see garden of the gods and so i'm hoping to do that this weekend next weekend wes we talked about it and next weekend i'm going to be kind of like uh a little bit more aggressive uh with i think my health is there as well i, I think i had covid if you want to know the truth and I was talking with my brother who went through COVID, who sees it in the in where he works at. I think I couldn't get a test, but I mean, let me just tell you my symptoms. I think I think I would feel okay. Then all of a sudden I'd get a temperature and I'd fucking sleep for fucking days, you know? But I would come in and out of feeling, you know, but the big thing is, I mean, to fucking and you know, even with my back, I'm I I I'm real disciplined with uh my day and making sure I get exercise in and stuff like, so I'm always in tune what the fuck's going on. But dude, for the past three weeks, this has been flat kicking my ass, whatever it is. It's, it's so it's either COVID or, you know, I was real, you know, I'm in a, I'm in a, even though I'm in a, a, a place that's my own, there's also people I interact with, which, and I haven't inter and no, and these people are going out into the world. So I'm also being exposed to like things, 
you know, that you just yep. have, you know, and so I want, I bet a lot of us are going to have some, as we reintegrate into the world, there's going to be some, there's, uh, because not just COVID, just other shit out there. We got to, you know, acclimatize ourselves and build ourselves back up because we're filthy, disgusting human beings, man. And we've got cooties all over us. And no matter how much fucking we scrub down, the cooties are out there, dude, you know? And so. Hey, those cooties know. are our friends. Some they of are. Them. They are. Look, we're, I learned that the fucking hard way, man, with C. Diff. Half, half of us are, are, you know, a bio, a whole, a whole uh, biodiversity. Uh, there's a lot of you that isn't you. There's a whole lot of you that isn't you that you rely on that you rely on to do things in your body uh, to take care of. So I'm going to tell you a true story that's related to this and, and not C diff, which is a stomach infection, I guess. Um, Google it. It's bad. I got that. Um, Christmas of 2017 spent the entire fucking Christmas holiday and new year's in this fucking bubble ICU shit. Because because it too they gave me too many antibiotics, uh, it killed all the quote good bacteria, and so my it was I thought I was going to fucking die, dude. It was it was really bad, but there was this fucking dude that came in to get my blood, and I would I would puke easy, and the guy reeked of alcohol. Like I went to a party last night, I'm still drunk, and he would get. I would puke my brains out. Now, I tried to t I tried to both cover for this guy because any if a patient would have complained to management, it would have been his ass, right? Think about it. He's a fucking yep. nurse and he's or a nurse's aide or whatever. He's taking blood and he's fucking legally drunk and and it's obvious, right? At the same time, you know, and he, he gets near me, I'm puking. He's getting a case of the ass because I'm puking and he can't do his thing. And I said, dude, could you please bring somebody else in here? He goes, hey, I'm competent in my job. I said, it's not that, you know? And I tried to explain him. I said, you reek of booze, man. And that's what's making me puke. And I'm trying to be cool about it because I got a feeling this is the holidays and you went to a party and got carried away. But you keep insisting on doing this, man. And if you don't bring somebody else, it's going to get out. And I'm going to accidentally say it and you're going to get in shit. He was an asshole about it. And I was trying to do the right thing. I'm like, you reek of fucking booze, dude. You know, and I'm not calling you out or any, and I probably should have, but I'm just like, get somebody else to take my blood. I won't say anything, but he was all pissed off at me, dude. I mean, good God. It was like, I mean, if you're already got a stomach problem and it was like, it was like, booze mixed in with ass and and fucking you know you know that you know what i mean kind of booze and ass kind of cologne it was fucking worst dude it was the fucking worst and 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 you try to do this fucking guy a solid and he's just a douche about it i should have just said all right fuck you but i but i've been there i've been that guy that's had too much to drink and no i reek in the morning you, you know what i mean so i was trying to you know I wasn't there. Then. Sweating it out of your body. Oh, you can you can smell it on yourself, man. As the God. as the heat of the day hits 10 30, 11, you're just, oh, I wish I could have gone to bed last night. I, I shouldn't I, have done that. I was talking to my brother this morning. Our entire family has an allergy to alcohol on the male side. Just does, right? And he had his, you know, 
I mean, his his bout with it was, you know, he he jumped into it, didn't didn't cause anybody. He got into a period where he was drinking heavily, but you know, didn't have any really bad negative fallout. But it was getting there, you know. But um, you know, we were talking and going like, you know, if thank God we weren't drinking. I mean, I gave up drinking a long time ago. But man, if I was still drinking like I was when COVID hit and social, I would not be alive, dude. Because, I mean, I would. Because I would probably drink at the, you know, I smoke weed every day, full disclosure. Now I could bullshit people and just say, oh, it's all for medical, man. Yeah, it is. But I also enjoy the effects. There are times I'm smoking weed because I want to get high, not because my back hurts. Now there are times I'm smoking weed because my back hurts. But basically it happens every day, often. Um, now substitute that with drinking where I would be. You see what I'm saying? Uh, you die. Yeah. That, uh, well, drinking, it's, uh, there, it's apples and oranges. And you some asshole out there is probably saying, well, why don't you just quit both? And I would say, hey, fuck you. Why don't you get off my fucking cloud is what I would say. But weed is not a fucking drug. I just, I, I get it. I look at it differently. I, um, for me, I'm glad having said this, I'm glad porn like it is now and weed like it is now was not available when I was a kid because I still believe that the brain is still forming till you're 25. And if, you know, in the land of make-believe, you can avoid a lot of weird fucking chemicals, like a lot of drinking and stuff like that, the odds of you having problems, right, handling it later in life. But that's a big ask. Hey, don't drink until you're over. I, I get all that. But... um I'm just glad, dude, that it wasn't because, I mean, you know, I, let's be honest. It, 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 you know, I know that I don't set it like if there's impressionable youth, I'm not setting a good example right now. They don't see the other side of it. They just see a guy doing nothing but fucking podcasting, doing puppets and smoking weed. Right. They don't see the, the, the that's actually, but you know what I mean, dude? It's just. I'm glad that I wasn't exposed to this at a young, I, I don't know, man, dude, like I said, if I would have seen porn like they have now, when I was just starting beating off, I would have never left the house. I would have never graduated school and never played sports. I would just have the fucking right arm, the size of Arnold Schwarzenegger and everything else would be just like real fleshy and no muscle tone. And there's this fucking ripped right arm. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. It may have, uh, my pursuit of of the opposite sex uh, at those ages, uh, that and the alcohol are two big factors in a lot of the oh, bad mistakes I made yeah. in a lot of the fucking Hell bad yeah. decisions. So if I could have been dissuaded by, oh, well, you got this at home. Okay. Well, hell, uh, I might have made some better choices because I, I would feel... I would feel less pressure in those areas that you've got all that fucking pressure and hormones. You uh, bring up, this on. is going to be a disgusting story and we're going to lose people, but I'm going to tell it. This is, yeah. a, this is a really, this is a low class story. And I apologize. I was a different person, newly divorced and I'm dating. And I was dating this yuppified, just hipster, just expensive person. And she liked to do expensive things, which is great, but on my dime. And I remember one night, it was Saturday, and I go, so, hey, man, we're 
talking on the phone. And, uh, you know, what do you want to do tonight? So she runs this litany of fucking things. Everything is 200 bucks. And I'm doing the math in my head going like, she's proposing an 800 fucking dollar night. Right. And I said, Hey, all this sounds wonderful. I'll get back to you. I go beat off. And then I get back where I said, you know, I'm just not up for it tonight. So in that instance, beating off and this was right around when obama took office and i thought you know maybe we should start start you know the economy is for shit we should start showing that you know there there's some ways that you can use masturbation in your financial planning you know so but i mean i know that sounds stupid but before you let your fucking hormones or sexual drive fucking make a fucking really big financial decision go toss one off or what you know whatever you got to do and this is not a gender thing women you know you're going to, you get heated up, you get excited. Fuck. Yeah. I want to get laid. I want to do this. This sounds great. And you, you let your dick and your emotions fucking do your thinking. Well, go knock that shit out. And I, I know that's crude, but that saved me a lot of fucking money. And also a lot of hassle. Cause this, I did, we were not a fit and it took beating off chronically for me to see that. No, I'm just saying it just, <laughs> no, it just, <laughs> it took chronic wow. masturbation for me to see that. No, it just, it just, I know that's low class and I know that doesn't reflect well on me. It shows what a lazy piece of shit, but that's a true story. What happened now? I didn't beat off because of that. It was just much later. And I'm like, maybe I'll beat off because I'm getting a little worked up and I don't want to be that guy on the date. You know, you know, that's that societal conditioning causing you to say that's low class. That is a natural, natural I'm not expression. No, the beating off, it's, I'm a not, the, it's not the beating off. It's the, it's the treating somebody as if they're not human. I feel like it's not the beating off. It's I, I think the way I engage, instead of just having the guts to say, Hey man, you know, I, this is how I would do it now. Is it like, look, I dig hanging out with you, man, but I don't want to go into the poor house to do it. And if your conception is that I can keep up with this level of spend, I can't do it financially and or morally. It's just not my bag. So instead of that's, that's where I'm ashamed. I should have just fucking said, Hey, look, that's what I mean. I'm not beating off. Fuck, dude. I mean, that's I've been doing that. So you, that's an you're saying you should have been more direct. I and, should. And I should have just said instead. You know, the thing I've learned: there's a way to be assertive. We talked about this yesterday with the guys in the friend zone. The guys that people, people, not guys, people that get in the friend zone aren't assertive. Things like that happen. A friend zone guy would go, "Well, okay, uh, let me go hit the ATM." And, and you're just, you're just some chump. And at the end of the day, you're not taken seriously because you never stand up for anything. You're just, you know, and it's not a, this is not a sexual politic thing, but if you, you just, you're just a fucking lump. And so of course you're going to be taken advantage of. So I just, there, there's a way to do this, you know, that's, that's respectful. I just didn't have that ability then. So I beat off. I would have well, beat man, off before yeah. I, but I didn't have the discussion. I should have had, that's why I'm ashamed. Not about the beating off. I, I, I like where that went. I like the tie to better economic decisions. Thank you. Using masturbation to, I, uh, we may need to explore that topic further at hey, some dude. point in time. Yeah. I, I think if the weed and the porn had been there, I, I would not have made a number of the really fucking bad decisions I made just, just because. Just be just because I'm I'm living at home. I got no freedom. I got no no anything. I gotta uh, get out my girlfriend. Oh, this is what I'm supposed to do. It was the only way I could be late at home and not get my ass beat. Right. If I was, uh, I mean, I was 
I had the sexist, misogynistic dad with the A. Women, women are streetcars. Another one comes along. Yeah, every 10 that minutes. fucking. Oh, I hate that. I mean, God. He he hired he hired strippers to yeah. work at the company that he had. He had this. Uh, he hired this redheaded stripper, eighteen year old, to be the secretary at the company. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a guy who who believed in shitting and eating out of the same plate. He was he would do whatever. This girl made the UPS driver. The guy would show up every day, and she's just flashing uh, under her skirt at him every day. He had to complain about it. And uh, this was in the 80s, and it was, oh, why would the guy complain about that? I mean, he's lucky. Right. Uh, that was the mentality, right? So, uh, yeah, I, 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 was, I was pushed in that, in that the only uh, – if you want to be successful, you better be getting something. That's what you're really competing for. Well, you know, I – like I said, the human dynamic is, I'm still trying to figure it out. And I just, I'm kicking myself in the ass, Wes. I, I don't have regrets, but fuck, I just wish I could have just been more straight, uh, just up front. Uh, uh, can you imagine, if you're a high school kid that can be authentic and, and not give a shit and is straight, I, fuck, you could own the world, man, if you had that knowledge. You're not afraid of what, if you're not, I don't know, all the, I'm, I'm processing a lot of that because I've been talking to a, a, someone that's in high school and he's 14. That's a suck age. And this is why I'm the yeah. worst fucking person to talk to. Cause the only, look, there's all, yeah, there's this, there's that, there's this, there's that, there's try this, there's try that. Here's, there's two things that are going to work time that, and, and fucking during that time, I, I told him the anthropologist bullshit, try to la- pretend you're studying, but people don't want to hear it. And, and, and I get it. I'm, I'm a fucking little hippie, but they're the, some of this old school of having yourself a pretty, you know, if you're 14 and you're struggling, fucking give yourself a fucking schedule where, I mean, it, you know, regimented, it just, you know, routine. I, there's all kinds of things I could talk about, but the, the real thing is the only solution is time. The only real solution is, man, I'm not really enjoying high school is to not be in high school. I mean, there are some situations yeah. that no matter what you're going to do are going to inherently suck and there's nothing you're going to be able to do. And that's a, that's an important lesson in life. There are things that suck that no amount of, and so how do you, how do you navigate that? And it's time. But once you recognize it's time and that's the only thing, then you could start making the shift to time working for you. Right. But the first step you have to make, in my opinion, is recognize that the only thing or the the overwhelming thing that's going to be the factor in getting you where you want to be is time right is x amount of months okay and once you once you know once you realize okay high school sucks i i and i can't then then what are you gonna do with the time but then again that's this is 56 year old fucking logic not 14 you know 14 you don't want to hear pull yourself up by your bootstraps get a haircut get you don't hear that shit i don't want to hear it 56 but sometimes some of this old school fuck some of this old school fucking advice that are crotchety fucking grandparents and they're some of it makes sense. Like, you know, make time work for you. If you're in a suck situation, okay. It, you know, it's probably going to continue to suck, but learn how to, I don't know, just make time work for you. Anyway, I, enough of the suck. I would have liked to have learned the, uh, and, and it's okay to quit. 
quit bad situations, walk oh, away yeah, from bad yeah. situations, shit like that. If I only knew when I was young, of course, again, all my problems, I, I'm on the opposite side. Like I say, all my problems would have been solved with uh, good weed and access to good porn. Uh, that I, I really think, I really, especially because of the time it was, I would have been a guy making it in that dot-com period. Uh, I, I wouldn't have been just stuck in that family business of uh, programming. I It would have straightened everything out. Right. It would have straightened everything out for me. <laughs> I, uh, you know, okay, so I was thinking about this last night as I woke up at 3 o'clock in the morning. I had fallen asleep with YouTube. I've got this bad habit here lately of, and it, I'll listen to it with earbuds, uh, of going to sleep with YouTube videos. And I'm wondering how, if, you know, I, I wish we could get a shrink on here. Somebody that knows this. I'm sure the videos that are playing as I'm sleeping, as I fall asleep on autoplay, somehow impact me. Okay. And the problem is, Wes, is I'm into some weird shit. And then YouTube will make these fucking assumptions in their algorithm. And they'll, they'll, I, I wake up, dude, to some weird fucking YouTube playlists that, you know, I didn't conscious, you know, this was just as, well, this one, it just keeps going. And it's kind of like when you tell somebody a story and as they fucking tell it, the people gets more distorted. So let's just say you're into, you know, ancient civilizations and that's where you start on YouTube, right? I'm interested in at early American uh, religious philosophies. That's one. I'm very interested in that. And I uh, start on that and I'm waking up to the fucking, you know, Satan is, I mean, just crazy, not Satan shit, but just, you know, Peter Popoff or, or just some lunatic stuff going on in India uh, with uh, evangelists. It's just crazy what I, and I wonder how much I meet, I probably am going to have to stop doing this because I'm worried that I don't know what's playing. I just know what I wake up to. I don't know what I've been indoctrinated to in my REM cycle. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, and uh, yeah, I, I used to fall asleep to music and my father called it the brain scrambler. Yeah. Uh, he, he, he was the guy that said he hated music though. And you bring up dreams and you bring up that. And it, uh, I just saw a story about how the first time that they have uh, clinically uh, uh, had a technique that seems to really work to induce lucid dreams where you actually have control of your dream and all that. Uh, they, they finally, uh, seem to have come uh, across a method that that it was almost a hundred percent of the people were were able to have lucid dreams they're going to continue with some of the research but uh, uh that actually seems i i don't know if you've ever had a lucid dream uh where you know you're dreaming and you can kind of control what's going on uh yeah that's, I, I always thought that was a trip I, I guess that's called a lucid dream i always thought that was but, called a psychedelic trip man Oh, and separate from those. No, I'm, if, I'm if joking you can, with you. I, ha I haven't, I've had experiences that were dreamlike, but nothing like what you're talking about. But I bet you, you could be trained to do that. Like you're saying, you could train your mind. To I've do had, that. I've had two of them and I haven't been able to do it. And my brother, he's, he's actually bought devices just so, uh, but he's not been able to reproduce it or anything. And this was the, the first time they, and basically what it is, they, they believe that uh, it's just this one part that's doing it. You set an alarm for five hours. So you wake up at five hours 
and you tell yourself there's a mantra that you go through. Uh, I'm uh, I'm going to be in a dream. I'll know I'm dreaming. It's like a self uh, 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 actualization. Okay, telling yourself what's going to happen, and then you fall back asleep. And uh, and some people, 100% of the time, then were able to go into lucid dreams uh, after doing that when going back to sleep for the next three hours. Howard has a great point. Howard, I, I run into the same problem. Howard says the YouTube algorithm is fucked. Took me a long time to keep YouTube from suggesting far right videos. I mostly get baking stuff or Mormon stuff now. Howard, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about, man. That's why I know so much about some of this weird shit. Uh, Faith Goldie. Um, and because, you know, I would just start researching like militia groups or fucking. I, I was started something about the Mennonites. And somehow that it was a it was a Freeman documentary, the Montana Freeman, the people that were printing their own fucking uh, shit, the uh, 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 money orders because, of, well, goddamn, there's no gold standard. So we're going to print money orders as our we're the for, for, you know, whatever, man. But and then Clayton Flick said you can get your jo jollies financially cheaper being independent rather than paying a whole check short throw. All that's a good point. My point on the jerking off story is I wasn't at a place in life where I was really doing human interactions. A human being would have just said, hey, that's not for me. And I've learned that now. Okay, we're at the halfway point. I'm going to play a song, right? Not me play. I'm going to play a video. We're going to be right back after it. But we just need a couple minutes. And let me see if I can do something different. Yeah, I'll get that in a second. I got to get the song. So, um... Let me see here what we might have here. Of course, I've got too many choices of windows and I always get confused which window I need to go to because I am losing my mind. So, ah, here it is. Um, let's do, golly gee, you on top, Caleb McGee. We'll be right, ah, let me, I'm gonna do, I love Caleb, but I wanna give you guys a tight, ah, this is the violin kid. Um, this is two minutes and 28 seconds. Uh, that doesn't give me enough time. I need, ah, uh, this is, uh, Southern Sonic. This is just a bar band in Norman, Oklahoma. Um, uh, they, a lot of these guys have very different kind of camera angle sucks, but th these guys are really good band to watch because they're like a throwback to a multi-guitar band. I, I'm not sure what this song is. But I think you'll enjoy it, and we'll be right back after it. I'm with Wes. Please remind me about your mic. This is a three minute and forty seven second song. We'll be right back right after it. This is Southern Sonic. <laughs> Up in the arm. 
That was Southern Sonic. I didn't mean to cut them off shortly, but I think the sound issue is not the greatest, and I want to do that. I got better sound. I got your mic on, Wes. Better sound from that band. It can do them better justice. Um, let me – I've got the name. We were talking about somebody here, and bear with me. Aaron, E-R-I-N, Sharma, S-H-R-M-A. Okay, this is it. I'm going to read this to you. Aaron Sharma, born April 1976, is a former corrections officer for the United States Federal Bureau of Prisons. She was sentenced to life in a federal prison in 2009 for causing the beating death of an inmate at a maximum security unit of the Coleman Correctional Complex near Coleman, Florida. Prosecutors said that after inmate Richard Delano grabbed her arm, through a food slot and bruise that she had another guard later revealed to be her supervisor arranged for him to be assigned to share a cell with a notoriously violent inmate knowing Delano would be harmed. Anyway, this particular person is, uh, anyway, um, somebody very close to me was telling me that this is going to be added to their, what they do for a living as far as caseload. So anyway, more to come. I can't wait for this person to retire, but that's very interesting stuff. Um, so that was not Manu Sharma, Aaron Sharma. So anyway, back to the, uh, let's do shout outs who we've got. We've got Howard, Alphabet, Clayton Flick, Radio Parless, Voice of West. Clayton Flick is now, Clayton Flick hasn't been able to join us for whatever reason. Probably Friday, he's not working. Um, Lucky Irish was in Orlando. Okay, Howard says, I walked into my house after school and saw the news. Everyone in class thought the world was going to end because we assumed Erica would be, would fire the nukes. I must be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I never imagined I, okay, hold up. The YouTube algorithm is fucked. I mostly get baking stuff or Mormon stuff. Now this is Howard. I never imagined I'd end up getting Mormon stuff three years ago. Well, it's just one of the many things I spent a lot of time reading about. I get a lot of shit with that. I get a lot of shit with Jehovah's Witness. Um, I've been, uh, I can't fucking keep up with Scientology, dude. I can't. Have you ever tried to keep up with the, you know, the history and what all is going on with Scientology, Wes? Uh, it's it's just another piece of shit religion. To it, me. It, it, so, it, yeah, you yeah. know, that's. But, I, you uh, know, when I try to understand the. <laughs> 
you know, all these, you try to understand what their quote doctrine is, what's their story, you know, what they're, they're it's fucking so convoluted. It just seems like an acid trip in Scientology because there's, like I told you, there's the whole Xenu thing that they wait till you're level nine or whatever to like to do the big reveal to you, apparently, where they go, here's Elrond's book. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's well, and, and, and that's what I love it. I, I, I love it when uh, my, my Christian friends uh, will mock Scientology because it's uh well, you know your story, right? I mean, you got you got talking donkeys, talking snakes. Uh, you know, there's all sorts of craziness in the fucking Bible. So I, I don't know that I don't know that I necessarily I necessarily could say, oh, well, that's batshit crazy. Those fucking Scientologists. Well, you know, really, it's it's they're they're both fruit. They're both there. They're there both there, there was a church. I'm not going to say their name, but they they uh, made a decision. They had a a narrative and a belief system that over time just became more and more difficult to really fucking say was actual reality. And they came out and said it. They came out and said these things that we believed were little, little, literally true are not this is not this is fiction what we've been reading and they came right out and said lost a lot of people but they 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 i kind of i really respect this they said we're all about finding truth and that's not changed this our path that we were on was not right now there's some what they did was there's some lessons there's some things that we liked from this but we, this is not, this is all mythology. I just thought that took a, that in that instance, it took a lot of balls. You, you know what I mean? And it was a, it was a decision in my opinion, made off of people not protecting the institution. Somebody to want to protect the institution. This could be anything, not just religion. Don't tell them this shit. Let's just fucking keep this in reserve because we got to protect this. And if they find out this, we won't have this. This organization said, hey, man, we've got people's lives at stake. People are committing their lives to something. They're, you, you know, they're, they're, they're basing their, their decisions on who they marry in this case. And all off this thing, we have an obligation to be upright and, and let people know what we know. And I just really respected that, you know, because there is a lot of religion of did you correct that person? Did you let them know they're wrong? Fucking let people, like you said, Wes, let people believe what they're going to believe. It's whether or not it's, it's Christianity, Islam, atheism, whatever it is, we've got some fucking shit that doesn't add up. Just let people believe, you know, as long as we're not trying to force my shoes on you, let them believe it. You know, I mean, to, to engage in religious discussions where your intent is to come in to correct is not, that's not coexistence. That's, that's, no. you know. I don't know. I like I said. I check just, out, check out Howard. Uh, Howard was yeah. uh, he was there for Anonymous's Scientology War, uh, and Whoa. I love I love. Dude. Yes, that is fucking. I want to hear about that. Howard uh, and I love the zombie carpenter. Uh, Dude, oh I, yeah, I, yeah, 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 um, yeah. Howard, we got to hear more about that, man. Okay, so that. That sounds awesome. When I I've seen some stuff on that when they when they came after Scientology and everything. Uh, oh, dude! When Anonymous hey. decided to take them on, uh, it's, you know what? There, it there's 
I don't like that Scientology is tax-free, but I love that they show you could fucking put it to the system. They, they were wrong, you know, because they just wanted to fucking, you know, run a grift. But it is interesting how Scientology got the IRS off their fucking back, man. And which was they buried the motherfuckers in lawsuits and just buried them and buried them and buried them. And the IRS was like, please go away. We'll give you whatever you want. We are dealing with human beings in government, human beings that are in something called tenured positions. What, that, what does that mean? It's a job for life. So human nature being that if you don't have to worry about a job, maybe you, you might, slack on some things. So what I'm trying to say is you'll find a lot of people in government service that aren't barn burners, man. And imagine the IRS. Hey, fucking, you know, you just, they, they just wore those motherfuckers out, dude. It was like crazy what they did to them, you know? And goddamn, I got fucking Oklahoma coming at me for $300 that I've sent them. Like they're getting ready to send fucking hit teams from across the border. Scientology fucking buries the IRS and go, please sign. It's amazing what money and power can do. It's amazing. Yeah. You know, justice in this country, justice and it's, it's financial. Uh, I mean, it is, you can, you can, you can have quote justice if you have the bank, you know, anyway. So I'm, I get, I'm getting caught up on my animations as we enter Saturday here in the United States, it's football season. I guess it started last night. I didn't watch it. Um, it's going to start this weekend. I'm a, was a huge university of Oklahoma. For, I went to grad school. I went to grad school at several places, but university of Oklahoma for my master's and then Oklahoma state for another master's and a, a PhD. But I lived where the stadium is, you know, I was less than two miles from the stadium and it is a, just a great energy. Not now it's like, you know, with COVID it sucks. I, but, there's a great energy on game days. Having said that, there's also these relationships. If OU loses, domestic violence goes up. Um, drunken disorderly, you know? So it, it's, it's like everything. I, I loved it, but I saw a real dark side into sports, into the things we follow. I mean... The college football, you know, theoretically they're amateurs, but they're like at the level of OU, they're just exploited because the university is making millions upon millions off these kids in trademark and they're getting a quote free education. I mean, come on. They're, they're not most of, but there are some, there are some that are getting, you know, they're going to school for engineering. You know, I'm not, it's a great opportunity if you take advantage of it, but I, where I, I think the universities fall down is they're not, I, I think there should be a rule that if you play division one sports, that, that whatever timeline it takes for you get a mass, uh, I mean, a bachelor's the university's on the hook. So if you don't, don't get it within your eligibility, you still have free to, you know, maybe not dorm, but you, you know, you can't, but you'll still have free tuition and books until you get that degree. So in other words, you go play football, you red shirt your fucking freshman year, 
You're there, it's university for five years. You get done with all that. You're a great football player, but something happens and you don't make it to the NFL. And you're about fucking a year and a half shy of having a degree. And then you decide, wait a minute. The degree path I was on was just something to fucking comply with the NCAA. Now that I know I'm not playing in the NFL, I want to sit down. And that's where the university comes in. And part of the scholarship is real life, fucking life and career planning. They help you out after it's over. Because most of these people won't even have a time to really attack academics till after football. So just, just support them after that. I, I know there's a bunch of stuff going on, but support those players, man. Because, I mean, they're, kid, they're getting exploited, man. But anyway, I'm just not into it. And so we're going to substitute it with what we're doing. But you, you know, Wes, what, what is going on in the world? What do people do in this COVID world? I mean, do you have any insight? I mean, I know what we see on the news. No, I know. I mean, I know, no, real seriously. Like it, you know, it's, I, I could, cause you're, I'll give you my frame of reference here. I'm, I'm in, um, around the Royal Gorge in Colorado. I'm, I'm about 30 miles from Pueblo, 40 miles from Colorado Springs. Okay. So population here, I don't know, maybe 20,000, 30,000, somewhere in there. It's a smaller version of Twin Falls, Idaho when I was there, but very, it, uh, unlike Twin Falls where I had to travel eight hours. I mean, it's, this is like, you know, a drive from the suburbs to, to but um, here it's man, it's people keep to themselves. There's not a lot of social things going on. There's not a lot of art walks. Um, they used to do, uh, they tried doing it, um, in the summer. They, you know, once a month they have like this farmer's market downtown. I think it's the first, whatever the month is really cool, but not you, you know, it may be cause it's seasonal, but it's it almost feels like people are rolling up the streets and are, are kind of get are hunkering down around here. I mean, I, I don't have any data. It's just a vibe I get that 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 people are getting in hunker down mode. Uh, and and there's not a lot of activity amongst you know in your bars, your festivals, in the parks, those kind of things. I'm not seeing that. I'm just you know, and it might be because it's fall too. But the activities, but there's a lot of old people here that don't, there's just not a lot of activity right now. It's kind of, it's like a ghost town. It's weird. What about you? Uh, uh, opposite. It's okay. the opposite. Uh, we don't, I've got a lot of old people here. Uh, anybody, anybody growing up, once they're old enough, they get the fuck out of here because this is the middle of fucking nowhere. Right. But uh, uh, all of the last year, last year, people hunkered down. This year, even those situations right now are far worse than we'd ever been through last year. Uh, the different, uh, the different gatherings, the different festivals, the music festivals, uh, the uh, history walks that they have downtown. Uh, those those things are all progressing, uh, and we've got we've got seven National Guard uh, that are waiting uh, that are taking care of patients in their cars mm -hmm. outside of the hospital. And in hallways in different areas because our ICUs are full. Uh, so it's a, it's one of those situations where it's a there. It's almost a defiance there uh, in my area. Uh, I'm the I'm the only person. I went out to have to go get a couple of frozen pizzas and some stuff to the store yesterday, and there had to be twenty or thirty people in there, and I'm the only motherfucker with a mask. 
And uh, they, it, it's a defiance. It wasn't that way last year. It was more of yeah. a half and half. We've now, really got, even, that's really been politicized. The mass and the, and yeah, it's almost it, where, and it's weird with the mass because, you know, um, <clears throat> I was thinking about, you know, what's the purpose of the mask? Well, so you don't get anybody else sick. And so I was wearing one around here, you know, because got people that can't afford to get sick right now, you, you, you know, because yep. they got real life coming at them. But um, the, yeah, it, there's that West, but it's, I just think after everything, it just, I'm just sensing just a real hunker down. I, I'll tell you this. I think it's a real good time not to make any major financial decisions. I, I wouldn't want to buy a car or a house right now. I try to avoid those things, you know, but sometimes you can't, I mean, if you can avoid those, cause I'm in this fucking situation now where I just want to get a four cylinder truck. That's you, you can't find those. They don't exist, you know, but finding a used car, forget it. And you know, I have a 2020 that I would love to get rid of. And I, and I have a feeling I can get rid of it. No fucking problem. Right. Cause it's a, it's a 2020 Volkswagen Tiguan. I've got 15,000 miles on it. Right. And you know, and it's reasonably, it's in good shape and it's got nice fucking shit and you can't get cars right now. So, you know, I would, I'm so, I would gladly trade somebody. If somebody had, uh, uh, like, a I don't need a quad cab, but an extended cab like Nissan frontier, that's automatic with AC, I would trade low mileage, you know, I would trade, you, you know, uh, cause I don't need that, but it's just a bad time, you know, because fossil fuel car, I, I wouldn't, you know, personally, I wouldn't invest any, I'd buy a used fossil fuel car. And if I was going to fucking invest, you know, if I was in the $30,000 car range or over, I'm not looking, I'm looking at the Tesla and the, the electronic cars. That's what I'm looking at because you yeah. know, I just think, it's like we're on the cusp, man. We're on just like the flat screen TV or DLP where it was the, oh, so expensive. Five years from now, we're going to be talking about, do you remember? We never thought we'd see this day coming and it's coming and it will be here fast. And so that's, I just would stay away from shit like that. You know, if you can, having said that I'm looking for 3000 square feet. I put a number. I need 3000 square feet. Uh, metal building, old warehouse, three thousand square feet. In 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 and so that's that's the nut. So and that can be like I said, we're gonna we're gonna looking around, looking around, but we're looking for three thousand square feet of open warehouse space, metal building space. I don't care. Um, somewhere right now, it's looking to be Pueblo, but Wes, I'm gonna I am gonna go where the wind blows. Okay. I'm not married to Colorado. You know, I'm here because I'm on a medication and there's not a lot I can do to take care of myself. I'm better now, but there's a lot I got to do and I need a support system. I'm here. My family stepped up and said, we don't want to see you die. You're moving in with us and we'll, we'll, we'll figure this out. And they, they fucking saved me, but this doesn't mean it could be forever, but I'm open, but right now, anybody out there, man, getting back, watch the content Saturday, watch what we're doing. And I'm, I'm telling you, it's, I don't, I'm not excited about doing the amazing slacker 11. I'd be more excited about 
having somebody else come up with their own concept and, and getting them on this routine because it is this real work putting these fucking things together. And it's real work in things that pay a lot of fucking money. And I am telling you, as goofy and dumb as I am, and I'm not a performer, I'm none of these things, you, you just get better at this. I'm not talking about the performance, but the, the things that would be employable. I am telling you, man, if, if I had like a, some, a couple of three people that have been helping me for the past three months, these three people, they're reasonably motivated, would be in six-digit jobs if they wanted it. And that's yeah. what I'm talking about is I'm not bullshitting because I mean, this is, I, I know, well, and that it's going to gradually get worse, but I know where the demands are and I know where the job shortages are. And, and I know how this fits uh, developing skills that are in those shortages, but in a way where you don't realize that's what's fucking happening. If I wanted to go back to work, which I don't, but I mean, but in a non-manager career, I, I, I have no doubt I can fucking easily find something just with the bullshit I've learned on the puppet show. Not puppet related, but the skills, the, all the bullshit, um, no doubt, right? So I really, wanna, I really want others to have that opportunity, and we're going to start working hard on that. So anyway, I don't know. This, is this another show? What have we talked about? Because I was wanting to talk about the first time we got laid, those stories. But that'll have to wait for another time. That was my original intent. Well, we can we can head down that path. It's not like you know we haven't gone on. So, like I say, this should be titled the Tangent Show. Yeah, because it just it we'll just flows wherever it it kind of. Yeah. Well, that's that's why we do this. It's just kind of a kind of an unloading that I'm in the I'm in the same position. The skills that you learn doing these shows, and I gotta say, anybody who hasn't seen it, get out and see these shows because. Uh, your work is really coming uh, coming across. Uh, your is just thank you. I love it. You are nailing it. You are nailing it. Story pace. You are really bringing it. And uh, and I I I want to I want to tell you. I just continue to see it better and better. The audio you played for me earlier was just so fucking good, and I'm laughing, and I'm not even seeing the visuals. And I know right. the visuals are are great, right. but just the the comedy is all there. But I'm in the I'm in the same boat about the uh, I don't I don't want to I don't really want to uh, take a job. I want to keep doing these things. Uh, Jessica and I were talking because we we need to increase the uh, we need to increase our revenue. And uh, uh, she may actually be going to try to, to get a job because that way this stuff keeps going. Uh, I'm I'm fine with the kids and everything else. I have, you know, we're homeschooling. So I have no problem. Uh, might get her going on some working from home thing in the back or something like that, even if she loses it, just for the end of the year to increase things hey, and make things a little better. Don't be afraid about customized animation shows for kids like we talk. I'm telling you, if for those of you that weren't listening yesterday, I have an idea that if you want to work from home, that I really honestly think you could make some decent money. Like if you look at what Wes does, his animation shows, or you go on uh, my, my Art of Floundering and look at the latest puppet shows, the service I was talking about, this would be niche, high end, but it would be like, hey, parents, do you want to have a customized experience for your kid? Right? Here are the different tiers. But it could, all, it could be like a 30-minute to an hour fucking video production 
And I, I mean, I could even feature the kid. They could be video of the kid. I could have the kid as a puppet, but you could, you could unleash, but has she thought about that? Cause I think, dude, there is, I think that's, I mean, I work from home because you got to build up a marketplace, but I really think there's, that's a, I'm not going to do it. Anybody can run with that idea. I just think there'd be people that would pay. I would, when I, when my daughter was at a certain age to be able to have a fucking video that featured her in a fucking story to watch her trip on in a video. And then maybe even her likeness in certain scenes. Holy fuck. People be yeah, all over it, that. It's, that's a great idea. Uh, she's, we're not really looking at that with her. Something more mindless. Yeah. Something more just it. showing up mindless. Maybe not even connected to anything some that process, she does now. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome. Just process, for, yeah. just for bringing some more stuff in. Cause things are, uh, the, the water heater pointed out to us, uh, just how tight things are. Yeah. Cause we, we're concentrating on doing art and we're not getting paid for any of this shit. And so it's a, uh, okay, how do we keep this going? Not distract you with some job that then takes over everything in her mind and she can't still be doing the creative stuff with me. Uh, something that, well, why don't we try to do a creative open. just for the fuck of it to just see if we're good, you know, cause I, I do have one before I get in this, anybody out here listening that stumbles on this man. If you know a philan, I just get this in front of somebody you think that that would be cool, that would be able to help me and let me define help. I need, I need help, but just whatever that means, help, help getting the property, whatever. I'm going to put everything financially, everything I've got into it, but I do need, I do need somebody to help that just actually somebody that's good at fucking agents, not the right word, but I keep telling you like that dude, that douche from fucking watchmajigger keeps telling me what's up, Wes, what are you seeing? Oh no, I was just looking at you. Uh, oh, uh, oh, uh Clayton Flick, uh, the uh, first time he got laid, he's got a dramatic story. Yeah, I, yeah. It's long. Hey, look. <laughs> yeah, I bet it is. <laughs> we maybe we will. Hey, okay, Clayton, pick a time, pick a day and time, and and I, I tell you, I got I got no patience for flaking out these days. So pick a you you, you know pick pick a day and time. You don't need me to tell you what that is. You tell me and you can come on and share that story and more if you want, because that would be fun. And I, you know, my story is not very dramatic. I, I, but I'll just say this. What was playing. Okay. Um, was we can talk about what, if any music was playing, what was playing was baby blue by bad finger. That was the song that was playing when I lost my quote cherry, when I obtained carnal knowledge the first time. Great fucking song. Thank God. Um, Cause I think I, I forgot I've heard others. It was like, e, there was an ELO song. Some guy told me was playing like, Oh, I was like, I can't think of a, a worse, nothing wrong with ELO, but this particular song was like, Oh my God, to, to get laid to, Did, was there any music playing when you first made whoopee Wes? Uh, uh, there was a, there, I, I'm sure there was on the porn that was, uh, one of the, and this was a bizarre experience, not, uh, uh, the taboo series. Uh, I believe it oh, was. Oh, I remember. Uh, I've watched that. I've watched taboo. It, 
Well, this this would have been the one of the mothers, and I'm not sure which of the taboo, but the mothers getting no, with no, the no, uh, no, the no, college. No. I know, sons. I know, I know the song you're talking about. We used to we like that song, that porn, that music in that porn. Speaking of soundtracks, great soundtrack in that porn. There you go. That was that was what. Hey, it was. Uh, hey, let's go in my mother's bedroom. She's out of here. Let me put in the porn, the uh, incest porn that she's got going on, and uh, let's get to it. And okay, okay, this is this is something I will remember the rest of my life. It was because I had never, having never seen or, or or even heard the reference of any type of incest porn. And you know, the moment the moment that comes up, the first time you ever hear that, you're you're kind of caught. You're like, what, huh? Right. And and you're not sure what to. You're not sure. Am I am I supposed to just? Am I supposed to scream and run out of the room? What am I supposed to do here? I, I don't know what the proper etiquette when, when exposed to this, but this girl's got her mouth on me. So I guess I should, I don't know. Let's just, let's just go. Let's right. just go and see how it goes. You know, it's funny, you know, when we were talking about porn soundtracks, I was thinking about doing a troll profile on LinkedIn, like, Hey, I'm looking for a college professor job. What are your research interests? Um, you know, uh, you know, I, I try to put, I got to put it in academic terms, but basically, you know, fucking porn soundtracks is my research interest. It's my topic. <laughs> um, I do a lot of research, it, not, not the porn industry and not the music industries, but specifically where the two intersect. And, um, and I, and I could just bullshit my way around that and some, wow. Well, yeah, I'm trying to show the patriarchy in some of the, you know, in the early pornography, you can you can pick up on patriarchy and oh, you just fucking trigger words, man, that are evident in the fucking um, soundtrack. But over time, as we become more woke, you see that we embrace different genres and it's a reflection of our time. You know, I could just really. Yeah, it's my research topic, man. Fucking porn <laughs> and just bullshit. Is it, what? Yes, man. Where the two intersect, dude, because that's where. Yeah. Yeah, some university hire me, man, and like, hey, man, when are you gonna start bringing in those grants for the fucking porn soundtrack research, man? Can you imagine yeah. getting a government fucking research grant, fucking research fucking yeah. porn soundtrack? You're you're just an agitator, you know that. You're just an agitator. How can I fuck with people? Uh, every one of your ideas can yeah. be summed up in the, uh, that, that, that's you the know, problem. if you make a list with them. How can I fuck with people? And I, oh, I could do and, this, and that's I, I that. you know what. I've man I managed that much better now because I didn't at first. Man, I I always like fucking CB radios. Dude. I mean, yeah. I, I I was like breaker one night. Go ahead, break. Hey, fuck you, redneck. And then I had these guys, I'll come kick your ass. And you know, all right, really? Well, how are you gonna find me there, genius? You know, it just I deserve to get my butt kicked, man. But uh yeah, CB radios, dude. I talked to dude. <laughs> we had to make this road trip. And I talked, it was like, you know, $40 fucking car rate, you know, I said, man, let's get these. So this, this is before cell phones. And he agreed to it because he thought, okay, that makes sense. We can, I'll be in my car. This dude got disgusted with me after the first hour, just like fucking, because why did you make me do that? He was legitimately pissed, man. Cause I was just like, you know, <laughs> Hey man, I'll kick your ass. And just so you know, I'm not driving to fucking Nissan, whatever his car was. Hey, if you drive by and you see a blue, that's not me. All right, whatever you do, I'm not that guy. But I'll kick your fucking ass. But the, yeah, he was like, "Fucking stop!" I had a dude. True story. Um, pre nine eleven, 
this is in briefcase days. So, you know, this is fucking late, late eighties, early nineties. He wrapped up. I shit you not a fucking vibrator in aluminum foil, threw it in his fucking briefcase. It's getting popped left and right by fucking security at the airport. They had to fucking open it up fucking right there, undo it. And he had to have fucking turn it on to make sure it wasn't. Could you please turn it on, sir? It's not mine. Whatever, sir. Just turn it on. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. It's fucking. <laughs> but the guy was like, it's not mine, sir. Just could you please turn the device on? You know, speaking of which they used to have this rule where uh in oklahoma it's called christie's toy but sex toy store i didn't know this i i went i was dating at the time but my future ex-wife she goes will you go get me one so i go in there and i get one and the lady goes um do you know how to operate this thing and i and i i lied i, I figured i could figure it out and i go yeah 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 and she goes well state of oklahoma uh we're not allowed to sell electronic devices without doing a demonstration so she takes it out and puts batteries in it and and turns the fucking thing on and she puts it on the glass table you know the glass it's a and i'm like am i on fucking candy camera here i mean you really have to do this shit i mean i don't know if they still do but it was like i was like really because i at first i thought this could be a porno and she was gonna like fucking strip down i was like okay let me see where this goes but then it was like this, and I was like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. So if you buy a vibrator at Christie's Toy Box, this was 96. In 96, they'd have to do that. Or at least they did that with me. Maybe they just looked at me and figured this guy needs some instruction. You know, I don't know. They, they were fucking with you. They had to be fucking with you. Oh, I'm going to. Has anybody, I, I, anybody had that experience, man, buying a vibrator uh, where they, uh, you know, I bought the fucking smallest one they had too. I was like, there is no fucking way I can compete with what I saw in there, dude. I mean, there's like Thumper, the Annihilator, you know, I mean, fucking oh, Tree but Trump, you're, see, Godzilla. You're looking at it from in a competition type of situation. Just, you're looking again, that's that's society putting those onto you. you yeah, I know, it's, I know. It's Go about ahead. her. It's got, about her. You know, maybe tinkered. she'd like that. Maybe that, hey, it's uh, that's as big as my forearm. This is I We're going to get the camera out tonight, honey. Look, this is going to be something we're filming. I just, <laughs> what I was worried about, it got to be a real pain in the ass helping people out with computer problems. You know, when computers first came out, all the fucking time, you know? And, and I thought, you know, at work, all I do is explain shit to people. Now I got to come home and keep explaining shit, you know, and you're a teacher. You should know better than this. But I thought I was going to have to do tech talk on the fucking vibrator. How does it work? What do you, how do you turn it on? It's like, oh, fuck me, man. You know, I should have bought the fucking nerds fucking squad fucking vibrator plant from Christie's toy box where they'll fucking show up and fix it and leave me out of that fucking. Can you imagine? Right. <laughs> I mean, nerd, if, we, nerd if, we, squad. <laughs> if we if we come out with real dolls, like at the degree we're talking about, you're gonna have to start thinking about things like the protective. You know, do you want to get the extended warranty? Well, geez, is it worth it? Well, it depends. How much are you planning on using your real doll? Well, I think you're gonna need it. Okay, uh, you know, it covers yes. things like replacement parts. What do you mean? Well, some parts might wear out on your rear doll. Some 
You know, we, we, there are a lot of parts that we have with extra reinforcement, but we can't predict everybody's behavior. And we always learn something new. Like now we reinforce the belly button. At first we didn't think we needed to, but we were, we were starting to see a lot of end of life issues. Then we started looking into the armpit. Now we're noticing problems with the eye socket. So we're just kind of, <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's Friday. It's oh. Friday, and you can tell. Hey, man, I work in rear, I, I work in quality control here at Real Golf. We do a Six Sigma program. We're trying to pokey oak our way to a defect-free real doll. <laughs> I'm gonna do that, That's, man. I do Six Sigma consultant, man. I do defect-free fucking manufacturing of the real doll. That's that's going to be a big that's going to be a big market that the nerd squad to, to get out there and deal with us. And would you would you just sell them or you'd probably do a why not lease? Why not lease? And so that way you've got kind of a because we need to look green. We need to look to the future and you don't want to be replacing and throwing out that worn out anuses on it, these it, things. It, you know, you know, the, the upfront costs are going to be. So, yeah, I think it's a good point that the real doll will be leased. And, and that's a good model, too, because taste will change and stuff like that. And, you know, it'll be marketed with, you know, hey, life without the real doll. It'll have things like Astro Glide Bill. Um, what's that <laughs> jerk, mate? You know, it, it, on the column, you know, Astro Glide jerk me um you know all this other shit real doll you know two hundred dollars a month lease huh you do the math you know and then <laughs> it's the it's the sound econ economical move it just really is it really is and yeah but and you, you, imagine, you don't want to fill up the landfills with worn out anuses or anything like that <laughs> so you recycle these things they they refurbish these. They're good as new. They put the new parts in. It's hey, you keep it a part of their green culture. What are you what are you doing? Uh what what do they call single use? What what the hell are you using single use anuses on a real doll, man? You fuck. What kind of environmentalist are you? If you're gonna fucking go up to poop shoot, you don't have the fucking ethics to use fucking reusable fucking anus fucking products, real doll. You piece of shit. I'm canceling him. I found out that my favorite celebrity this whole time, this the real doll that they've been banging, doesn't have the approved fucking fake vagina materials, man. That material is bad for the environment. Fuck him, man. And we're canceling that piece of shit. Yeah, man. Fuck him. The real doll. Fuck it. Spanky with beans and weenies. Welcome to the in-depth discussion on real doll defect-free manufacturing. I don't know how we got here, dude, but we're here. Okay, we got a few minutes left. This weekend, we got tomorrow at 11 p.m. I normally by now I'll say this, I would have already had the art, the whatever. It will be, it's done. I'll have a lot of content tomorrow. So very much looking forward to releasing that. Wes, what do you have, man? Uh, I've got I've got that uh, the animated short that we're doing with the countdown gang uh, there. They're going to the movies, off to the movies. I don't want to, I don't want to give away any of the jokes, but I'm really happy with it. Cool. So uh, uh, we're going to be bringing that and uh, and our sunny fucking dispositions. That's that's, right. uh, that's what we got. That's what we got to bring to the day. By by next week, 
we hope to have uh, this this morning vibe a little bit more fleshed out. I was talking to Wes. I, you know, we may do the stream like once a week. I don't know because it's really it's just there, you know. And I don't know. I don't know. So I'm going to kind of think it through. But uh, next week we'll continue with the morning show. Um, I may, you know. I may do something tonight. I, I just stay fluid. Just keep hitting because we we don't know. It depends. I'm trying to talk a real good friend of mine to come on with us tonight. So anyway, with that said, this is Will Dick with the Art of Flounder and Podcast, man. On behalf of Wes from Stream Surf with Wes and Jess, and we enjoy every day. Want to say big ups to Radio Parless, Howard, Clayton Flick, the only crazy lady, Spanky with Beans and Weenies, Hoff, um, Lucky Irish. And, and and many, many more. Once again, we're big in Bulgaria. Fucking huge in Bulgaria. So huge. I mean, we're not doing too well here in the United States, but Bulgaria digs what we're doing. And we're huge there. So big ups to Bulgaria. Anyway, everybody, thanks for joining. We will see you uh, tomorrow night, hopefully sooner than that. Peace and love, everybody.